Welcome, travelers. I see you've made it back to the Hobbit Hole. I am your host, Stephanie, and we will continue on our journey listening and comparing Lord of the Rings to all of the wonderful songs out there in the lore. First, we'll start off with a fantastic band, one that is close to my heart, where I got our theme song from. That's called Amarion. It really represents the ride at the end of the first Hobbit movie when they get on the eagles, and you know that a lot is to come, and a lot more will come, and you know it as you see as you fly on the eagle's back and look, look all around you. Stephanie. Yes. What the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) Pardon? What the fuck are you talking about? We are here at the podcast of The Hobbit Hole. We are Uh, are Gandalf the Grey, Gandalf the White. No, no, no. This one is not the Hobbit Hole podcast. Trademark. <laughs> this is <laughs> this is the Ace Attorney podcast. There are no attorneys in Tolkien lore. I will look up in my dictionary just to double check, but I feel that I do not see... A, I don't see attorney. I see some aces. What about Barrister? Uh, I did have a song for Sir Barrister, I believe. <laughs> uh, it was called, uh, As Madness Took Me by Dragonland. Oh, took, like the tooks. That's pretty good. <laughs> uh, yes, I also have, uh, Battle Against Time, because I feel like you're battling me right now. Are you I fighting am. me? Are you fighting me through Elven Woods and Dwarven Mines? Yes. Because this is the wrong podcast. You're on the wrong What podcast. is this heathen throne? <laughs> Stephanie, this is badge balance. This is Ace Attorney. We have to talk about Ace Attorney. Sorry, there's no black mare here. I feel like I'm in a battle of a plane of smoking ruins. Well, get over it. Far beyond the sea. Excuse me. I must indulge for a second. (laughs) (laughs) She just took a drink of her mics. Every this fucking grape time. Juice. This is uh-huh. grape juice, excuse me. <laughs> hey Michelle, what's up? Um what? <laughs> uh, so Ace Attorney, badge ballads. Are you ready? I thought we were doing Hobbit Hole this week. We can't do Hobbit Hole until the hype for the third Hobbit movie comes out. Duh, Stephanie. I thought that poster came out. The poster came out, but the poster is just exactly the same as every other poster that came out this year. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> so we can't do it until there's more hype. Well, fine. How about you introduce this podcast? Because I barely am on the wrong day of the week. This is Object to This, an Ace Attorney fancast. We are the Gavinets. I'm Michelle, top of the pyramid. I'm Jesse. Did you know, Clavier is a bottle blonde. And I'm Stephanie. Did you know that Darren's hair is making up for something? (laughs) Duh. I totally had sex with him. (laughs) It's tiny. (laughs) (laughs) I thought we were going to be more subtle. (laughs) (laughs) Subtlety is out the window, Jesse. We are the Gavinets. This is Bad Balance 2. Let's rock and roll! Should we explain how badge ballads works? Do we need to? I wasn't on the last badge ballads, and I don't listen to this podcast, so you should explain. 
See, Jessie's not being condescending. She's being real. But Stephanie, why don't you explain badge balance? All right. In case we have new listeners, because that's a thing that sometimes happens, I think, and they don't start in episode one. They've they turned see- it off. It's been five minutes of you using the Hobbit <laughs> voice, okay? We don't have any new listeners left. Fuck. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all the listeners have come to us today with your songs dedicated to us and Ace Attorney characters. No one actually dedicated a song to us. But all the Ace Attorney characters, and you thoughtfully picked songs that correlated either jokily or honestly or truly to the characters. And we will now pick the best, the creme de la creme, the elvish of the elvish. If I knew elvish, I would speak it here. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so we're going to play the songs we picked. (laughs) Yay. Yay. So here we go. Michelle, first off. (laughs) Okay. First off, thanks for sending songs. They all didn't, they were too many to put Jessie, all of them in. Jesse, maybe, maybe we can say thanks later when we sound serious about the thanks. Because eh. you sound like you're talking bullshit. Thanks for the songs. <laughs> I can't help it. I am naturally sarcastic. You also are naturally like dead monotone sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I could do help s- that, but I don't care enough. You do so well on an audio format. I do. I so do. <laughs> Michelle, take us away. Okay, well, let's let's do our first song. It's from the home team. It's from Jenny, who's not on this episode. Woo! Yay! Jenny's also not in town, so we couldn't have her explain herself here. Oh, does That's she okay. leave an explanation? It's pretty obvious. Just play it. Yeah. <laughs> she said that was for the defense, because they never know what the fuck they're doing. And how. Yeah. <laughs> All of the defense ever. <laughs> <laughs> Including Gregory Edgeworth. <sighs> and we don't even know what's up with him. Yeah. AI too. Alright, well that was good. Thanks Jenny for starting us getting pumped and back on track. Oh, that was Living on a Prayer by Bon Jovi, in case nobody knows. <laughs> Ah, uh, Mr. Bovine Jovi. Uh, okay, we have another song for all the defense ever. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Who's this one by? It's from Red Diamond 002. Uh, it's, it's called Keep On Moving by Five. When the rainy days are dying, gotta keep on, keep on trying. All the bees and birds are flying. Ah, never let go, gotta hold on and not stop till the break of dawn and keep moving, don't stop rocking. Ah, That is fitting. Mm-hmm. But Diamond has offered us, it's like, so I know there's not much evidence, but we'll be fine, because the trial's tomorrow and the prosecution's gonna bring out the evidence anyway, so fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I really appreciate the lyric rewrite, because it still fits. If it, it fit without the lyric rewrite, but it fits better with the lyric rewrite. Oh, also, Red Diamond did not include fuck it, I included fuck it. <laughs> 
Uh, you took creative licensing on that. That's fine. I did, but it's okay. We'll keep moving on. We'll keep anyway. moving on anyway. I guess. So, what's the next song? Um, is that all the generals, or do we got another? No, one? No, we have Green Pepsi sent in one for Dual Destinies in general. Oh, okay. And it's surprisingly, not for Phoenix specifically, because it is called The Phoenix by Fallout Boy. <laughs> Let's give that a listen. That was, like, weirdly fitting. I know. That was real, real on spot. Every time I listen to that, like, because I've listened to this, I've heard the song a million times, and then I've heard it, I listened to it for GP, and then I cut it for GP, and then I listened to it again to make sure I had it cut right, and every time I, like, think of new people that it fits with. Wait, okay, hold on, let's backtrack just a little bit. Hmm. How have you heard this song a million times? They play this shit on the radio, Stephanie. (laughs) What's a radio? What is a radio? Radio, what's going on with that radio? If you will remember Stephanie, because I know Jessity doesn't fucking remember, I started badge ballads when I started law school because I have to drive for an hour to get to my law school and then drive for an hour home, so I listen to a lot of radio. Wow. GP, I thought that was a really good pick. I really thought that fit. So, okay, so obviously if it's Phoenix, it fit Athena because of that talk about uh, hearing heartbeats. Running Out of Time was about Simon. Yep. And Hey Young Blood. It could have been Apollo or Athena. Yeah. Both of them are pretty, yeah, Young Blood. Yeah. It's yeah. a, it's There's, a, it's, it really I am impressed with how solid that pick was. Yeah. All right. Let's, let's so go. So is that all of them for general? Yes. Those are all three general ones. Now we're getting into Specifics. Specifics. <laughs> Specifics, y'all. Alright, let's let's go back to an old an oldie, like an old old beloved character. Let's oh, yeah? let's pick Let's pick Manfred. Let's oh. talk about Manfred. We did get a pick for Manfred. Only one. Yes. I'm so yeah. proud. <laughs> and email Rachel got it in under the wire. Under the wire email, Rachel. (laughs) So, Rachel, and now that you've derisively snided the Beatles, let's get some Sinatra up in this bitch. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Email Rachel Ace Clown has sent us My Way by Frank Sinatra for Manfred von Karnemann. Oh, 
fitting. Is that what you're going to say to every yeah, single pretty song? Much. Oh, that fit. That was a good fit. <laughs> if it doesn't oh, fit, fitting. I'll say, eh, no. <laughs> well, I think it is fitting. Email Rachel said that she definitely thinks that this is what Manfred would say on his deathbed. Like, <laughs> fuck you guys. I did it my way. No regrets. You're all horrible. Fuck you. And then he dies or gets hanged or whatever. Yeah, I was going to say, because would, he wouldn't be on a bed. He would not, because they don't do lethal injections in backwards Japanifornia. Yeah, that's true. But, yeah. <laughs> Any last words, and he'd be like, fuck y'all. Fuck you all, I'm gonna belt out Sinatra in my deepest, bassiest voice. <laughs> yes. Because you know that's what he does. Yes. <laughs> uh, I liked it. I liked it a lot. But I also don't hate Frank Sinatra, so... I'm glad you don't hate Frank Sinatra. <laughs> Um, Jesse, pick a character. Um, that was the only Manfred song we have. So thanks, email Rachel. Yes. So roulette um, it, and we'll tell you if that character doesn't have songs. Let's go, Larry. Get it over with. <laughs> Larry or Space Larry? Both. Get it over with. All right, we'll do uh, it. Let's not do them back to back because everyone will shut this podcast off immediately. <laughs> All right. Okay, so- then regular Larry first. Okay. Rosina send us one for regular Larry. Uh, um, what? Also, Oops. Rosina, when I say fucking ten songs, I mean fucking ten songs, okay? <laughs> Don't make us choose. But, any- but anyway. <laughs> which wa- which song did Rosina send in? Rosina sent us, it's called Hashtag Fail by Oscar Zia. Woke up too late again You missed the train and then You cursed the day but hey You'll catch another one And now instead of run You're chilling in the sun Just take a breath and look around Hey, you got no reason to be down Right, it's okay so well that was a good song Stephanie spent that whole song doing all of the dances from the free ending. <laughs> That's how Stephanie was doing the free ending dances. Like, all of them. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was bobbing my head because I actually, that song, like, while the title's stupid and perfect for Larry, hashtag fails a really bad title and a really bad lyric. Like, let's be real here. That's not really quality music. However, it's really fucking catchy. It it's is. like real fucking catchy. So it was bobbing my head, and then I started doing the Haru dance from the end of Free, and then I decided to keep going. <laughs> so I'm sorry. Well, let me say what Rosina said. Rosina said, oh, Rosina said, keep your fucking tablet on. Um, Despite all the fails Larry manages to get into, he's still so fucking happy. Like, he had those few moments where he wasn't happy, but they always turn out okay for him in the end. Despite something smelling usually being him, the butts 
is usually positive and lets life go on. I mean, like, that's the most positive thing we could ever say about Larry, really. Well, I was was thinking about it because I was cutting stuff, and I was like, Larry is kind of a crucial part of the the trinity of Phoenix, Miles, and Larry, because (laughs) Phoenix is so intense sometimes. Like, he's jokey, but usually he's very intense in a good way. Miles is usually very intense in a bad way, and so you kind of just need Larry to come through, fuck everything up, so you can get <laughs> mad at him, and then make, mostly make Phoenix laugh, and then keep moving. <laughs> yeah, if not for Larry, Phoenix might not have become a lawyer, because Larry wouldn't have stolen the money, they wouldn't have had to do the case, Phoenix wouldn't have been saved by Edward. Eh. I mean... Larry also, like, follows in Phoenix's footsteps, you know? He becomes a shitty artist at the end of uh, (laughs) the original trilogy, and that's, you know, where Phoenix could have ended up. Although, we don't know if he ever fucking shapes his game up, okay? We We don't don't know know if if he's still alive, so... We don't know if he's alive, but we don't know if he's improved any, or if he's still being a punk-ass loser at 33, so... No one likes you when you're 33! (laughs) All right, let's uh let's switch to a different character before I continue to sing songs I don't know the words to. Okay. Let's go to Kristoff. Kristoff, okay. A song from Feasting on Your Naps for Kristoff. Can you repeat that name for me, please? Feasting on Your Naps. Can you please uh, use it in a sentence? <laughs> Feasting on Your Naps sent you a song for Kristoff. <laughs> in The Hobbit. <laughs> When I'm sorry, Bilbo I don't understand your accent. Bottom. What? I don't understand your accent. Please, please speak again. <laughs> Thou knowest in the Hobbit. <laughs> when Bilbo falls to the bottom of that thing and sees Gollum eating something, he is feasting on your naps. <laughs> ah, so desne. <laughs> so... <laughs> I don't know how I'm coming back from that. So feasting <laughs> on your naps and in a song from the Legally Blonde musical called Blood in the Water. Oh dear, I fear my comment has offended. Hard to argue though when you're too mad to speak. Your employment will be very quickly ended when they see how your emotions make you weak. So what's my point? I run a billion dollar law firm and I hire four new interns every year. From this class, I will select four young sharks whom I respect, and those four will have a guaranteed career. Do you follow me? So I wanna see what exactly lets the games begin. Okay, I had to cut that song a little short. Like, like it was really hard to just pick one chunk out of that song, only because that whole song was wildly appropriate. For Kristoff yeah. to be singing to Snot Nose Little Apollo, who doesn't actually want to, like, mouth off to him. Yeah. Like, the only thing is, he doesn't have a multi-million dollar law firm. That's pretty much the only difference. But, like, he would pretend he would, just to get Apollo to come, so he could help create and finalize his seven-year vendetta against Phoenix Wright. Yeah. Well, at the same time, we don't know how successful Kristoff was as a defense attorney, considering he could play the system real well. He could. But if he was a billionaire, I don't think him losing that case would have 
bothered him as much. No, he, it did bother career. him because he's a psychopath. That's true, too, though. It's different than being rich. <laughs> so I've heard. Is it? I don't know. Yes. Because one is a clinic, a medically, medical problem. Boo, science! <laughs> <laughs> well, if we're going to talk about science, should we talk about Emma? Emma! Yeah! Yeah, we got two. One is yours and one is Rosina's. One is mine? Yeah. You had a song? I had an Emma song? Yeah, you did. Oh, I did! <laughs> do you want to talk about it or do you want me to get rid of it? <laughs> no! No, 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 no! I just, I thought you were talking about Jesse, and I wasn't thinking about the songs I picked because I forgot all of the songs I picked because they were all Hobbit related. I don't even remember <laughs> what songs I picked. Okay, well, I picked a song also from a musical, so this is back-to-back musicals, and it's called, um, The Coolest Girl in the Whole Wide World from a Harry Potter sequel. Mm-hmm. There's so much I know how So anyone who doesn't know what a Harry Potter musical is, it's a musical version made by fans of Harry Potter. And this is from the sequel, and we get to see Hermione be a badass, and this is her song. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's well, they spend the whole time not knowing her name, but I thought this related Herm- to... Oh yeah, Hermoingo Boingo. Hermoingo Boingo. They spent, well, so like, this relates to Emma, because not that everyone forgets her, but like, she like, tries really hard and has really high hopes of becoming like a, you know, a... Forensic scientist. A forensic scientist, and then gets stuck being a detective because she can't pass a stupid-ass test, which is really surprising, considering Gumshoe's the detective. No, because she's a detective. Oh, sorry, she's a detective, so never mind. Forensic scientist, so she gets stuck as a detective like Gumshoe is, and she wants to be a forensic scientist, and we know she's capable, and she's really cool, because science is really cool, if you're Jesse. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, I thought it was fitting for Emma. That well, song's I've... really good in its entirety, but it is. It, really it was. Is. It was hard to cut that song, but like, I also think it's good for Emma because almost every time Emma is introduced in any game, she's kind of greeted with this, "Oh, hey, Emma, what the fuck are you doing here?" You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like not the first game that she appears in, although kind of. Because it's like, oh, hey, Emma, what the fuck are you doing here? Where's Maya? Like, but in even in Edgeworth's game, it's like, oh, hey, Emma, what the fuck are you doing here? I thought you were in Europe. Or Apollo Justice, oh, hey, Emma, I thought, what the fuck are you doing here? I thought you were a forensic scientist. Like, every game she gets, oh, hey, Emma, I like you, but what the fuck are you doing here? So, I, she, gets, she needs more credit. I love Emma. Yeah, <laughs> and one day she's gonna, she's gonna actually pass that test, and she's gonna yeah. show us. Yeah. 
Cause she's super cool. Or yeah. they forgot about her. Who else? Who else knows how cool Emma is? What song they pick? Uh, Rosina knows how cool Emma is, and she picked "The Scientist" by Coldplay. I had to find you. Tell you I need you. Tell you I set you apart. Tell me your secrets and ask me your questions. Oh, let's go back to the start. said that was gonna be recognizing how awesome emma was and not how <laughs> sad and tragic her life was <laughs> i didn't say shit like that <laughs> we gotta have some sad ones it's badge balance uh, you know what's the funny part i edited this song and i forgot that it was sad <laughs> oh. Oh, <laughs> yeah. do any work that night I did this one, and I forgot it was sad. I just clearly got all the hobbits on my mind. <laughs> well, it's like, Rosina said, I mean, there's a lot of science puns in this song because it's called The Scientist, but it's also, like, about how sad it is she had to leave her sister behind. Yeah. And I then know. fail for the rest of her life. It was really sad. It's really yeah. sad. It's also like, like, if only we could, like, if only my sister wasn't such a shit and had told me things... Then we would have ended up exactly like Mia and Maya. My sister would be dead and not in jail and dead. Yeah. Yeah. No, Lana may still be alive because she didn't actually commit any murders. She was just an accessory to some. Yeah. She's probably wicked dead. There's I'm gonna a bit say of hope. A, we should assume she's dead until proven otherwise. Yeah. But I can still have hope. I also hope. Alright, Michelle, you pick a character now. Uh, maybe we should pick a happy character. Can we pick a happy character? And make sure you don't pick a wrong, like, like, oh, this character's happy and then there's uh, a really well, sad let's, song. Let's pick a not happy character, but a song that I know is happy. Dahlia <laughs> Hawthorne. Oh, good, let's see how this goes. Okay. Dahlia, Dahlia. Hawthorne. You got a song for Dahlia. That ginger yeah. bitch. We have a song for Dahlia from River Rabbit. And I'm not even going to tell you what this are you, song wait, is. Are you sure that oh, are you sure that River Rabbit isn't from the Hobbit cast? Maybe, but more importantly, River Rabbit sent us a song. Okay, just play it. Oh, 
Oh my god. <laughs> this just lets me know that I did not have good taste in music as a child because goddamn Britney Spears is nasally. Everything yeah. in the 90s was nasally. If you can't hear them breathing, it's not a 90s song, Stephanie. <laughs> Fuck you, Dahlia. <laughs> oh my god. It's so funny, though, because, like, River Rabbit sent us almost, like, a three paragraphs of, like, how this song... Like, she was like, bear with me, this song makes sense. And I saw it, and I was like, yep, in. <laughs> like, just the title. And I was like, yep, definitely, definitely in. Definitely, definitely in. Because you like- every part of that fucking song works for her. <laughs> it's, like, disgusting how well that song works. Yeah, yeah, this is like, like what GP did earlier with the Dual Destiny songs was just like, oh, that's appropriately fitting. This is disgustingly fitting. <laughs> yeah, it's like, perfect. And she was talking about like, even that shit in the interlude about the, where they talk about the gem from the Titanic. That's yep, the yep. necklace. Yeah, it fits. <laughs> it all fits. Also, that was Oops, I Did It Again by Britney Spears. You, you fucking 2000s babies. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Well, that definitely did lift my spirits. Oh, I'm glad. Uh, let's, let's take a chance. Let's go, let's go with, uh, Edgeworth. Let's talk about Edgy. Okay. Because I believe Jesse has a song here. Jesse has a song and it's chronologically first. Jesse, do you want to talk about your song? Um, what's... Oh, yeah! So, this I fucking got this for you, so you better talk about it. Uh, did I talk before or after we listen? Well, just who is it and what is it called? Um, Introduce it's called it. I Stand Alone. I don't actually... It's from the Quest it's for Camelot It's by Brian movie. White. Sure. It's from the movie Quest for Camelot. Yeah. Okay, let's, let's listen to it. I've seen your world with these very eyes. Don't come any closer. Don't even try. I've felt all the pain and hurt. a tree? Are you doing the Hobbit <laughs> Michelle, are you sure we're not doing the Hobbit home? This sounds um, like Edgeworth from the movie The Hobbit. <laughs> I'm sorry, kilometers, because I know it takes place in not America. <laughs> so 
I was actually pretty impressed when I listened to it that the whatever parts are not the chorus kind of actually fit Edgeworth because it talks about like fucking life or death and shit and like how he controls everything and then it's like that chorus happens and I'm like, mm, you are not Phil Collins. Get away from me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is this for Kevin on a cartoon? I don't yes, want to keep harping is. on this. That's all I want to know. <laughs> the DVD is out there. I don't care. I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> this awesome. dude is blind singing the song too. The character or the actual Yeah, the character. The character. Okay. It, the character's like a blind dude who lives in the woods and he's talking about how badass he is. Okay, that's not Edgeworth at all. That sounds and- like a doe. <laughs> when he, like, woke up from his coma and ran away from the hospital. <laughs> no, it's not angsty enough for Godot. <laughs> it's also not sexy enough. It's true. <laughs> See what I did there? I said sexy, but we also know I meant sexy. Can we talk about saxophones? Can we talk about somebody else? Oh, no, no. wait. No, there's no. more Edgeworth. We have one more Edgeworth one, and you signed up for this when you said Edgeworth. Are you ready for this shit? Oh, no. I don't know. Am I? Who, who no, said you're this not. In? Who doesn't love Green me? Green Pepsi. Uh, GP, I thought, we were, I thought we were cool. Uh, GP has a tradition that she established the last episode uh, last badge ballads where everything is Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> so, uh, GP has sent us Break Away by Kelly Clarkson. I'll play this bitch. <laughs> I can do. Let me read what GP said. GP said, so I think it's safe to say that Edgy just listens to exclusively Kelly Clarkson. With this song, I feel like Edgy is getting over his behind these hazel eyes phase. He's coming to terms (laughs) coming to terms with losing his father, his non-existent mother, and Papa Karma, and is just accepting the fact that he can break away from all the shit that he's had to deal with. Accepting that he has friends now and just deciding that he'll come to terms with things. Make a wish, take a chance, make a change, and break away. I also feel like the part about flying away on a plane is very poignant. Edgeworth hates planes. It's poignant, though. It's poignant. <laughs> Except I think I ripped the part with the buildings with a hundred floors, because all I kept thinking was Edgeworth having to walk up all them stairs. <laughs> oh, God. All them stairs. All so, them. I think we would got a B-plus or Solid B on the Edgeworth songs, because that's it. (laughs) They're a lot less gay, but only because I didn't submit an Edgeworth song this time. (laughs) I hope you're proud of yourself. I mean, I mean, I could be proud. You know what? I think I might. I might have a song that might go for Edgeworth. Do you want to play it right now? You have some in your folder that I don't know what they are, so... I gotta remember who those songs were for. <laughs> because you didn't tell me, so I didn't write them down. Can we Can we just talk about someone else and I'll get back to you? Do you want to take a break? Oh, let's take a break.
And we're back. I'm Stephanie. Did you know that Clayweird can't even afford a regular tanning bed? He has to get a spray tan at home kit. It's pretty bad. Oh. Well, I'm Jessie. Did you know Clavier lip syncs? I'm Michelle, and they say that the Gaviners always have a different drummer because the position was cursed by Voldemort. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the Harry Potter cauldron it's cast? It's the Defense Against the Dark Drummer. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you counting on me asking? <laughs> I'm so glad we have listeners still why. to this day. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm surprised every time we check the downloads each episode, it's not two. You, me, a three. Maybe if Jesse remembers to download, there's a third. I subscribe on iTunes, so it does it automatically. <laughs> so three. I'm surprised we're not down to three. <laughs> LeakyCon, here we come. <laughs> oh... Who's next? I get to pick next. You pick. Pick a character and we'll let you know if they have a song. I pick Desi. Yeah, we can do Ron and Desi. Yes. Okay, because I got a Ron and Desi song. I also have a Ron and Desi song. I guess the question is, do we want the intense one first or the less intense one? Let's do the intense one first. Okay, that's me then. Yeah, that's definitely you. That's me! So. Michelle picks a song. Michelle, how many I... songs did you come up with? Because I thought I had none, and so far I've had more songs than you. I have five songs. Okay. Yeah, so this what is the first of my five songs. Uh, my song is called Love Don't Die by The Fray. intense and not a bad intense yeah i gotta say this is my weakest of fitting as far as my songs go but i really like this because i imagine them on the run and like <laughs> desi is like like super like intense about like they'll never get us they'll never take us alive like bonnie and clyde style and ron is just like whatever <laughs> no ron's just saying i'm so sorry <laughs> yeah basically because <laughs> You know, I wonder if if Desi would even be mad if she found out Ron turned to a life of crime to feed, to to fund her shopping to holic. No, powders. remember she hates she, criminals. Oh, that's right. Well, no, but she found out and she was wicked cool with it, and then they started selling blueprints for a living of how to rob places. <laughs> Do you Is not that remember in the this? I don't. I don't remember the credits. That's how it ends. Is like Ron's super worried, and then he just tells her, and she's like, "Oh, honey, you could have just told me not to shop so much." And they start a career as like selling criminal blueprints. Yeah, that's that became more fitting all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, it's like awesome. Uh, good people. Well, let's talk. Let's continue to talk about how much they love each other with my song. What's your song? My song is also another Stephanie deep cut. <laughs> So many deep cuts this episode. It's called, um, it's called, uh, 
Stormheads by uh, Insafirum. And no. <laughs> it's called Our Love is the Best by Frank and Sadie D- Doyle, which is from a podcast that we reference all the time. Darling. Dumpling. Sweetie pie. My dearest dear. Our love is the best. Better than all the rest. No contest, it's true. It is. I love you so much more than any knight in shining duds who ever pined for any princess on a pedestal above. Ha! Dragon Slayers. <laughs> Why, that's popular. Yes, not even close. See, I like the song for them because while, like, Niego is my favorite pairing, they are not mushy enough. To admit their love like this. And, like, you know for a fact that Dessie does not believe a dragon slayer is good enough for her. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah, that's all. It's just super cute. And I like this one, too, because I feel like Ron is... Ron is not confident about anything except for how much he loves Dessie. Yeah. Yeah. And his ability to steal stuff. He's not even confident about that. No. He also tries to fess up to it every five seconds. Every five He's seconds. He's such a bad thief. Except that he, like, it's really condescending in the middle of testimony. And you're like, fucking wrong. <laughs> uh, which, uh, yeah, so that was from the podcast The Thrilling Adventure Hour, which yeah. was, that song is from a Halloween episode, or Valentine's Day Valentine's episode. Valentine's Day. Well, let me do this credit a little more. It's from... The Thrilling Adventure Hour, Beyond Belief, sung by Frank and Sadie Doyle, paid by, played by Paget Brewster and Paul F. Tompkins, written by Evan Schletter, Esquire. I told you that because Evan Schletter's a fucking lawyer, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Who is also a, a pro- professional musician. Yeah. Live your dream. <laughs> All right. We got our spirits lifted. I think we can handle some sadness. If we so chose. Simon is probably sad. Simon's probably got some sad. Elle sent us uh, Diamonds for Tears by Poets of the Fall for Simon. In the light of recent findings, there's no greater taint than grace. But to relinquish all our bindings always finds us out of place. If I rested here a while more, would you hold me to your heart? Yeah, see, the lyrics stop fitting after that. (laughs) I like it. I mean, it talks about, like, knowing your place. Like, he feels like he's super playing a role, you know? Like, he has to... No, that was a very well-choice part. It super was. With really good bass line. Did you hear how deep deep that bass was? (laughs) Well, Elle said, said, uh, like, I do like Elle's sentence about this, because it's just, Lost cause, shackles, darkness closing in, that's Blackwell. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, true. Very true. true. Such a lost cause. He's not a lost cause. He can't be reasoned He thinks he with. is. 
Yeah, he thinks he is, but he's not. Also, he's an idiot. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's a big old dum-dum. He's he's a big old dum-dum. <laughs> but yeah. Okay, my Black yeah. Wall song now. What's your Black Wall song? Okay, mine is called Demons by Imagine Dragons. Alright, let's listen to this. Don't wanna let you down, but I am hellbound. Oh, this is all for you. Don't wanna hide the truth. No matter what we breed, we still are made of greed. This is my kingdom come. This is my kingdom come. I don't know how I feel about that one, Michelle. Why? I don't know. It's just so upbeat. I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> <laughs> He's just so fucking emo. But I feel, okay, so I had, before I played Dual Destinies, when we still just knew that Simon Blackwell had stupid fucking hair and was in prison, <laughs> this song came on the radio and I was like, yeah, that's a Simon song. <laughs> I called it before You're I not played wrong. that fucking game. Uh, and then... Elle actually sent this song in as a joke song for Daddy Tenma. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it fits Simon so much better, though. And then I do have one more thing I want to say about this song. It's not about Simon. This song is, is like, the only bad thing about this song for Simon is that it falls into one of three categories that songs come in. Like, songs are either, like, about what they say they're about or definitely about fucking... Or you, like, listen to a song, you're like, mm, is that about fucking? <laughs> Which is my least favorite kind of song. And this song is definitely like a, mm, is that about fucking? <laughs> uh, do you mind holding on a second? I need to re-listen to this clip. <laughs> okay. Just, just give me 40 seconds, everybody. <laughs> I mean, if you wanted, this song could be about a porn. <laughs> I mostly mean it because the chorus is, when you feel my heat, look into my eyes. That song could also apply to our Twilight Sparkle Princess Edward Twilight co- uh, podcast. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Edward doesn't have quite as much hair as Simon Blackwell, but I imagine <laughs> Edward would do the same thing if he were in Simon Blackwell's position. What? What? He stares at Bella and she looks at him like, are you been staring at me for like six hours straight, dude? And he's like, no. <laughs> Stay away from me, I'm dangerous. Stay away from me, I'm dangerous. Yeah, uh, and there's a lot of secret keeping. Guys, I think Simon Blackwell's just Edward Cullen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the only difference is Simon Blackwell has a bird. You don't know that Edward doesn't. You think Edward couldn't have trained a bird in a hundred years? He could, but why would he want to if he's just gonna eat it? <laughs> why does he go to high school? He goes to college sometimes. And why does he go back? Would you go back to high school after going to college? No. Unless it was community college. Community college is just high school, but shittier. Yeah, like, as, I think he went As a holder college. of a community college degree, I think we should pick a different person. <laughs> okay. You did get it in high school. I did I guess... get it in high school. Before your high school diploma, 
Let's brag some more. This Let's is talk not about Michelle's Morgan. resume, the podcast. Hey, hey, Michelle, you know who would be really proud of you right now? Not my dad? Yeah, your mother. <laughs> Should we talk about Morgan Fay? Let's talk about Morgan Fay. More specifically, that GP has a song for Morgan Fay. We're just going to play it right now. Yeah. You want to go outside? Uh, why, Rapunzel? Look at you, as fragile as a flower. Still a little sapling, just a sprout. You know why we stay up in this tower? I know, but... That's right, to keep you safe and sound, dear. Guess I always knew this day was coming. Knew that soon you'd want to leave the nest. Soon, but not yet. But shh, trust me, pet. Mother knows best. All right, before we continue, if you don't know what that song is from, I want you to put this podcast on hold. But finish, wait, wait for my instructions to finish before you put it on hold. Get yourself a copy of Tangled, the Disney movie Tangled, the story of Rapunzel. Watch it. And then come back to this podcast. It's only like 90 minutes long. It's, it's real only, reasonable. It's a reasonable movie. Unlike The Hobbit. <laughs> Which one? Which Hobbit? All of them. The Hobbitids. I'm sorry. Alright. Wasn't that an enjoyable experience? It's one of my favorite movies. And that's why Mother Knows Best, sung by Donna Murphy as Mother Gothel, is a really fitting song as Morgan Fay singing to Pearl, who is not allowed to leave the village ever, except when she literally just runs. Yeah, she had to sprint. Like, I mean, it totally makes sense, because her mom never let her leave, so she gets her sprinting skills up real good, so she can just flee. Yeah, because she because her mom was like, if I don't teach her how to use the train, she can't go anywhere. So she just wears her fucking Japanese high, like, high sandals. I don't know what those are called. <laughs> the wooden uh, ones? The wooden ones, yeah. The platform sandals, and she runs, like, cross-country. Yeah. Jessie, don't hurt yourself thinking about it. Uh, well, Jessie's gonna hurt herself thinking about it. Should we talk about somebody else? Well, while we're on the phase, we could do the Maya song. Let's do Maya, yeah. Rosina sent us a Maya song. It's called I'll Be With You by Headley. around (laughs) (laughs) specifically every time she gets the fuck out of jail because she got herself put in jail again she is with phoenix yeah and when she's not with phoenix she's around she's with phoenix in spirit by sending pearl cross country on her gaita as you've googled um with love with letters to phoenix and steel samurai tapes Yeah. yeah yeah so i mean like not very deep, but very, very, like, true. I don't think I told you guys this yet, but, like, I played, ba- like, I played Dual Destinies solid through, like, on, in a week, right? Right. And I teared up. The only time I teared up was during Maya's letter. Yeah. And it was really. like, I was like, what the fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> it's not even a sad letter. It's just like, oh, I hope you're doing okay. Also, stop fucking around, Phoenix. Like... Uh, I just remember being mad because we get, like, the old derpy picture of, of my in the not-so-pretty art back from Phoenix Wright 1. Yeah. So I was like, oh, why didn't they give her a high-def picture for this? It's true. They could've. They didn't even have to be, like, 3D. They could've just given her a high-def pic. 
Yeah. It's okay, though. Uh, did you want to read what Rosina wrote? Oh, uh, she wrote, Maya's always there for Mr. Wright through thick and thin, through all the wallet emptying and the kidnapping, through all the visits to go get burgers and ramen, and of course, all the trials. Maya's always on Mr. Wright's mind, and they'll always be there for each other, no matter how much distance separates them. And then she said she ships them, but she doesn't intend this song to be shippy. She intends this song to just be two friends being there for each other. So... That's what it was. It's yeah. not that we would not have included this song if it was shippy. Because you're entitled to your opinions. Yeah. Also, wait. Narumeo is what they call call them? Or did you just write Mayo and not Maya? No, because the ship names are based on their Japanese names. And I yeah. Don't yeah. It. But if you look at Mayori. it. That's it. It's Mayori? Because her name means, like, in this abbreviation, I mean this as mayo, like mayonnaise. Hey, no, she'd be fucking proud, okay? I bet you she eats burgers <laughs> with mayonnaise on it. I'm sure she eats her American burgers with mayonnaise on it, sure. She eats her ramen burgers that we didn't make on 4th of July like we were going to. Because we had real ramen instead. <laughs> and it was so much better. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. I was going to say, do your Clavier song. All right, we can talk about Clavier. That's fine. I I mean, like, we talked about, was that two episodes ago? Three episodes? We talked about how he was sad. And, and we're all the Gavinettes, and so we all know the deep, deep dirt on Clavier. Uh, I don't know who did this remix. It was on Tumblr. <laughs> so we're just going to listen to it now. To the heart of mind. Ignorance is kind. There's no I was completing that sax solo in my head. <laughs> um, well, the original song is a George Michael song, Never Gonna Dance Again. I don't know who I'm sorry, it's called Careless Whisper. <sighs> sorry, Careless Whispers. <laughs> parentheses, Never Gonna Dance Again. Yes, thank by you. By George Michael. <laughs> um, I don't know who he did this remix because someone posted it on Tumblr. <laughs> it kind of but... sounds like Nickelback. Yes, <laughs> it sounds like Nickelback. You're right. I'm sure whoever sang that is very offended. It's Nickelback. Unless it's Nickelback. I, okay, no, they no. still be offended. I love this cover. <laughs> it kind of sounds like Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so yeah, he's never, well, I mean, he quits his band. Like, we've talked about this before. He quits his band. So he's he's not supposed to be singing anymore. He's supposed to just prosecute. And, like, Darren kind of fucked him over because he killed a man and, like, tried to blame it on him. So, you know, that's shitty. And it kind of fucked him up, you know, among all his other, like, really shitty problems. Like his brother, just Kristoff in general. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, did you listen to that sweet, sweet sax solo that we heard for five seconds? Not even two seconds? I did have to cut that (laughs) sweet, sweet guitar sax, though. Aww. (laughs) Just, just listen to the whole song. 
But um, we can't tell him what it is because we don't know what to <laughs> I know. <laughs> but uh, I like this because it reminds me of how weird he's acting in Themis. Like, sort of like yeah. Yeah. dancing, dancing, dancing around Apollo, like trying not to hurt his feelings and to be very helpful. And Apollo's like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, it feels like Clavier's just trying so hard that it's never going to be the same. Like, they'll never meet in court on the same ground because yeah. of everything that has happened. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you might have meant that as a joke pick, but it was a solid fucking pick. It was a solid fucking pick, and I, like, I mean, like, someone had attributed it to, to him and, like, posted it on Tumblr, and I just loved it, so I forced you to rip it for me, because, like, like, my ripper wasn't working. I think I linked it to you, so there was not much forcing involved. <laughs> uh, oh, I have, okay, so, because I'm a dum-dum and I don't know what songs I had, I have a song for the prosecution. Should we play that now? Yeah, you know, let's do I just that. had a song. Let's just let me get that out of the way. You got to talk about it because I don't have any info. Uh, okay, so um, the song is by Arctic Monkeys, and the song's called "Dance, Little Liar." Okay, I had to open up the lyrics because I wanted to repeat them because it's a very, they have such a heavy British accent that you might not understand what they just said in that song. I didn't think it was that heavy. Yeah, but you also understand accents, Jesse. That's true. Well, so, I mean, I also got a lot of it, even though I don't understand accents, and it's like them prepping a witness. Oh, yeah, you got it. Yeah. yeah, I totally fucking got it. You totally nailed it. Yeah, it's just the the truth was built to be to bent. A mechanism to suspend the guilt is what you're requiring still, and you've got to dance, little liar. Those fibs that just pop and fizz, you'll be forced to take that awful quiz. Because we've been over that Franzi goes over lines with gumshoe. <laughs> was that Franzi who was that? Was yeah. That? Sure Let's go practice Franzi. your lines. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you'll be bound to trip, and she'll detect the fiction on your lips and dig a contradiction up. The liar takes a lot less time on the stand. At least you would think that, but no. Well, no, because we have fucking Phoenix right <laughs> over here, just yelling objection every five seconds. Or hold it. Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. <laughs> so, you said your name was Space Larry? <laughs> hold it. <laughs> <laughs> Is Space Larry next? No, I just, like, I was just trying to, like, give an example of what you would ask after you hold it, because you hold every single thing you they do. say. Hold so. it? You went to a restaurant last night? Was it tasty? Okay. Hold it. Remember when we went to your daughter's magic show? The judge, hold it. Like, why wasn't I invited? Yes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was my, my prosecution prepping the witness. I like that one. It was good. Uh, did you want to talk about Space Larry? <laughs> Let's do you, get space. Uh, let's let's do it. Let's okay. do it. Okay. 
Now, I want to preface Space Larry, not with who this song is by, but with I was going to have this be a joke song, and then I kept hearing it and kept going, fuck, it's too perfect. Okay? <laughs> so just oh, play it. Just what play a great, it. great title. Just play it. just this song on it and he was like just do it one last time man just go up to space one last time and <laughs> live know, your dream Apollo listens to nothing but shitty pop songs of course until Apollo hit his angsty stage and listened to nothing but emo songs that's exactly I mean if Edgeworth listens to nothing but Kelly Clarkson then of course <laughs> Clay and Apollo just listen to fucking top 40 constantly top 40 from 2014 they got call me maybe still I'd on like repeat to talk about something else now please <laughs> Do you want to talk about what does the fox say? Because that's also what they have on repeat. <laughs> that song doesn't make me angry. I've never heard that song before. You just made me listen to it, and I just made me very upset, and I don't know why. <laughs> anyway, that was Starships by Nicki Minaj. Oh, that's why. I found out it's because it's Nicki Minaj, and I she, she strikes a, a chord with me that incites nothing but loathing, turns out. Oh, Jesus Christ. Can we talk about Phoenix motherfucking right yet? All right, let's talk about Phoenix motherfucking rights. Uh, Rosie sent in a song. Mm-hmm. It's called Invincible by Headley. A big black cloud, stormy sky, followed me, oh, I was living a lie. So heartless, so selfish, so in darkness When all your nights are starless You're running out of hope But I found the strength inside the sea Found a better part of me And I'll never let it go I've come a long, long way better than Space Larry's song. I have to assume that that's about Phoenix being a Highlander. (laughs) (laughs) Also, like, he also fucked up a lot and lost his badge and did a lot of horrible things and used Apollo like a goddamn pawn. But he, like, is gonna be better now, probably. (laughs) (laughs) Now that he has a badge again, he doesn't have to lose his moral compass in order to do things to get his badge back. That's not true. It's more like now that he has his badge again, he's not omniscient anymore. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. 
Hopefully he does... he's still invincible. Because hopefully <laughs> he can, yeah, stand up to bullets. I mean, cars. I mean, both, probably. I mean, falling off a bridge and drifting down a river for three hours. <sighs> Burning bridge. Burning bridge. Yeah. Frozen river. Frozen river, burning bridge. You think he would meet, you know, like, that's like nature's icy hot, and, you know, maybe that's why he didn't die. Yeah, it was just muscle relaxant. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I would like to share a song with Phoenix, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna actually tell you the song title. I'm just gonna explain why before you listen to it, because you won't be able to listen to this podcast after you hear the song. You're all gonna turn off your headphones. <laughs> all of you you're who gonna, are still on after that Nicki Minaj. <laughs> you're gonna rip your headphones out and throw your iPod MP3s into rivers. Because you just won't like it. So this song's appropriate because Phoenix takes all of his magical children under the wings of his arms. And he will welcome anyone really into his home. We're from No, we don't have any fans anymore because they're like, how can Stephanie just keep getting more and more fucking obscure? How does she do it? How is she just getting more obscure? Like, what's going to be next? Deep, the deepest of deep cuts. <laughs> next time on, what does Stephanie like and think is funny? Ne- next fan time guess. on, shit only Michelle and Stephanie get, not even also Jesse. I've seen like three or four of those videos and that was one of them. So yes, I do get that one. That song was With Arms Wide Open by Creed, sung by Ashley Birch from Hey Ash, What's You Playin' when she became a rock star. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> It was sung by Snow White and the Seven Sins. Oh, we're terrible people. <laughs> Go and Google Hey Ash, What's You Playin' rock band. <laughs> It'll take three minutes and you'll wish it was longer. <laughs> Let's power, but let's pick. Let's pick one that we actually mean this time. Let's get our street cred. Our street. Cred oh no, no no, Bobby, Bobby Fulbright. Okay, Bobby. That one's fucking perfect. Bobby, Bobby. Anyway, yeah. So what we're doing for Bobby Fulbright is is called Cops and Robbers. It's by the Hoosiers, and it's from Rosina. Rosina recommended this one. I forgot, I, I did that one too, and I totally forgot how much I love that it's song. It's fucking perfect. It's so perfect. It's so like, perfect. I don't even need it even to says say Simon anything. in it. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it even says just Simon in the it. The most perfect, like, every part of it. Even like, you wanted to be a member of the human race, but you couldn't because you didn't like the taste. Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah. So perfect. It's so perfect. There was, I, I can't remember what the other one was. Choosing between that one and a different one, which was like, now you, like, let's take down. Like, let's take down the construct or something. I can't remember exact line, but it was really, really hard to pick which which verse to to go with. Because yeah. they were just, the whole song was so spot on. 
Yeah. Also, I need to remember this because I want. I just want to listen to the song all the time now. <laughs> yeah. So, major props, Rosina. I'm not even going to read what you said because what you said is this song's fucking perfect, and it, it was. <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, let's, let's go, let's go talk to my homeboy Mop-Up, and let's talk about Max Galactica. Okay, that is another uh, perfect Galactica. one. Yeah, let's, 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 like, go, ha- like, halfway through the episode and, like, re- restore all of our street cred. <laughs> we don't have any. Anyway. Yeah. Alright, so Mop-Up for Max Galactica picked, uh, Fabulous Baby by the original London cast recording of Sister Act. Can't you see me lit up on a stage? Can't you see all my millions of fans screaming desperately for me? I'm a keeper, a goddess, a star on the brink, a house rocking vision and heart shocking pink. My body riot, the whole kitchen sink. It's time for the world to find out, don't you think? That's Max. <laughs> yep. uh, Mop Up wanted less of this song, and I was like, no, more. <laughs> <laughs> Mop Up also said that, that he always thought that Max would kind of be the kind of person to listen to only disco songs from the 70s, and it's so <laughs> true. It's, it's nothing but true until he starts his K-pop career. Well, yeah, until he starts his K-pop career. But if you don't think that he wakes up every morning to, like, not to a full album of The Labyrinth starring David Bowie, then you're wrong. Let's do, uh, I was gonna say, let's do, uh, Scuttlebutt. Yeah, Scuttlebutt is another <laughs> one that is, is, I'm happy with. So if you hate me for this song, then Stephanie, I don't know, we can be friends anymore. <laughs> You'll still be my wife, though, right? Yeah. You'll still be my co-host, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, what, which so, songs? For Miriam Scuttlebutt, I picked Hush Hush <sighs> by a band called Natalie Portman Shaved Head. That song was very appropriate, and I like how the clip started with High School Sucks. Yeah. <laughs> now, just a, just a quick question about the band. <laughs> do they have anything to actually do with Natalie Portman? No, in fact, I think she was talking about suing them, and they later changed their name away from Natalie Portman Shaved Head. Oh, what, what a pooper. What did they change but it to? I don't, I don't know. I have not been up on their game since V for Vendetta came out, because that was when Natalie Portman shaved her head. Yeah. <laughs> Which, Natalie Portman, if you can't handle that a band named themselves after your, your beautifully shaved, shaved head, like, that's your own fault for not being appreciative. <laughs> but I just want to mention that, like, this song is more about, like, a chick who sleeps around a lot in high school, but for Miriam specifically, I think all of the hearts broken is, like, by gossip. Anyway, that's all. Okay. Well, I'm glad for the clarification. That's what I assumed. Let's do Aurora Blackwell. 
Okay. Jesse, once again, you are on the on deck for your weird ass weird songs. So You're welcome. Once again, you're welcome. <laughs> it's uh called Evil Genius by Eleven D seven. Fucking Jesse. I didn't even hear the Rover Cleveland thing the first time I listened to the song. <laughs> I did I missed it. I was too busy watch Jesse Google her lyrics. Yeah. Um. Cause I forgot them. <laughs> you just heard them. Yeah. Anyway. I found it fitting for Aura because that part was uh dreaming about dates in a laboratory, like candlelit dates. Which stops her from building her robot army. Yeah, that was it. She builds robots. <laughs> and she's in love with Maida Sensei, who ignores her. Oh, Jesse, You're so literal. Yes. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, I'm not saying it was a bad pick. It was a good pick. <laughs> yeah, I just don't s- know where the fuck you find these songs, Jesse. <laughs> this one was... I got it for buying a notebook. Yeah, I was gonna say, because do you know what Jessie listens to all day? She either listens to podcasts that Michelle recommends her, <laughs> or she listens to the music from the bubble game she plays. No, I don't listen to the music from that game, because I have it muted. So, whatever. That one game that you played, you listen to that that one game for, like, hours while you study. Oh, wait, that other bubble game. Yeah, yeah I really play, like that one. You play, like, 20 bubble games at a time. <laughs> They're all the same fucking game. There's slightly different but that one's just for the music i really like it anyway gp knows also what's up gp also knows what's up about aura blackwell all right what song did gp submit gp submitted the memory by mayday parade she is everywhere i go everyone i see winter's gone and i still can't sleep and summer's on the way At least that's what they say But these clouds won't leave Walk away I'm barely breathing As I'm lying on the floor Take my heart As you're leaving I do to go gay. Yep, yes. and, and with this we have filled our gay quota for because <laughs> uh, uh, um, We just have because... lesbians on this edition. Yay! We, we do. That song would also be fitting for Godot and Mia, though. Hmm. I mean, like, not as perfectly, but I think it also is a fit. That's all. Yeah. But, but I can... Well, well, I don't... I probably have to replay... That entire space case, because I didn't see any Aurora Matus Gatus. 
because apparently I'm the only one, like, I just, which is fine. Like, I, I thought that was a good pick. Well, let me read what GP said, because I think okay. she talks about that. So, she, I think she, she did. Woo, my shit's jumping around. Okay. Um, GP said, basically, this is basically the memory of Matus and what happened at her death, along with freaking Simon being convicted of murder, tearing Aura apart inside. I sincerely believe that Matus' death made Aura very bitter and cold. And on the inside, she's just so broken. I remember Stephanie not thinking they were really canon, but Capcom confirmed it. GP has been telling us that Capcom confirmed gayness, and I don't, I have not seen this, and that is not verified, and if anyone has any verification, I would like to see it. But, um, she I says- too busy to verify if characters are gay for us. I think they are too busy, but GP says, while our Aura's feelings may not have been reciprocated, Matus's death is still clearly really hurt her, and I ship the ship, so here you go. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine. I have no problem with people shipping the ship. It doesn't bother me, I just don't really see it. Like, that's all. Yeah, no, but I mean, like, it it fits whether they're super gay or not. Yeah, that's all. Because it did, why... it fucked her up real good. And I'm just saying, all those re- reasons of being broken up inside, and like, you know, like, uh, you know, sad, sad memories... Your girlfriend's, like, for Godot, his girlfriend's dead. He came out of a coma and his girlfriend's dead. He's really cold and bitter and broken inside. And so he's gonna kill Phoenix Wright. Like, <laughs> also become a prosecutor just to bother Phoenix Wright. Like, it, it also fits. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I think this song is very appropriate. So, good job. Good job, GP. Yeah, good. Two for two for one special on that song. <laughs> a two for one Uh, Let's talk about another 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 set of people. Doesn't have to be a couple. What else we got? We have a Simon Athena song. Yeah, we do. Which is good, because then we can do Athena. So, Alpha Failed sent us a song for Simon and Athena. It's called Once and For All by Disciple. I think it I think it does fit a lot because I feel like Simon didn't realize what the fuck he was doing until he saw Athena again. Like he he was just kind of on autopilot hating himself and then Athena shows up and he's like, "Oh yeah. Fuck." <laughs> like he's like, "Oh, I remember what I'm doing and I'm supposed to be very have a lot of conviction for it, but I feel like he doesn't. Like he loses his conviction as soon as Athena starts trying to bust him out." Oh, Simon, you idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But I think we should talk about Athena now. Yay! I'm Yay. the only one who has an Athena song. That I didn't also get have cut. an Athena song. Oh, you do! So, Yay! So, I mean, it's weird, though. So, I mean... Is it, like, do you cut weird? It's... No, it's not It's not that weird. It's just, like, it's a little off. It's another Arctic Monkey song. 
So should we do mine? Yeah, let's do it. I already started talking about it. <laughs> okay, so this is also another Arctic Monkey song off that same album, which is called Humbug. And this song is called Fire in the Thud. So that song's really weird, and it's got a lot of weird guitar bits in it, and it was mostly I hear your voice in silences, because Zena can hear all the voices, and like, Black Will's full of shit, and we can hear a lot of shit in him, and like, like, she also like spent the past eight years, before she decided, before Phoenix found her to become a lawyer, she spent a lot of time just thinking really hard about how to save Black Will, and like, all of the guilt that came along with it. And so, like, she was, like, kind of, like, probably, like, seeing things and, like, eating, like, like you know, alphabet soup. And it would spell out Blackwell. <laughs> whatever the fucking kanji is for that. And whatever they make in Japan that's called alphabet was, soup. She was in Germany, though. Okay, so I guess they did spell out Blackwell or Simon or something. <laughs> I think it was good. I um, There was a line in there that said something like, I asked you for the something. <laughs> I don't remember, but it reminded me of when she get when in the last case she gets up to testify, and we ask specifically the defense asks for her to get up and testify, and it's real bad, you know, and she starts having a breakdown, and Phoenix is like, "No, I'm right here," and that's what I kept saying the whole time was, "We asked for this, we asked for this, we asked for this, we can handle it, we asked for this." So it just remind I'm having last case flashbacks, you guys. <laughs> I did request the Mark You Cast didn't heal as fast. Yeah, I did request the Mark You Cast. Yeah, so I mean, like, she, you know, she, she asked, like, to do this, and yeah, and like, she, like, yeah, she keeps having freakouts, you know. But Uh, she took, she took it upon herself to save Simon, and that comes with everything that she asked for, you know? Yeah, and the last line of that is, will the teasing of the fire be followed by the thud? Because they're really playing with fire here. Let's yeah. be honest, the whole Japanifornia justice system is playing with fire, and if they lose the case, Simon will thud. He will hit the ground. He will be hung for his crimes. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. I liked it. It was good. Yeah, Heck, it's yeah good. so it was, just, it was just weird, but yeah, it works. <laughs> okay, Michelle, what's yours? I got one that's a little more obvious. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm Less sorry. Less dissection. Um, mine is Brave by Sarah Bareilles. It does require a lot less dissection, but still very fitting nonetheless. The other not-chorus verse in that song is also about, like, 
realizing your inner strength and stuff. So it's kind of like the first chorus is like her trying to help other people tell the truth on the stand and be brave. And then that chorus is fucking Simon all up in this bitch. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's good. It's good. Yeah. We need to go back to Franzi. We do. And that was a mop-up song. It is a map-up song. What song? What song is it? Uh, it is Fool Country by Olivia Newton-John from the cult classic film Xanadu. I mean, do I'm not sure why that was picked. I mean, there I I don't understand. Well, you know how she says, "Baby, you're a loser." She's talking to Larry because she's breaking up with him because he keeps why writing bad comics. <laughs> I when I say breaking up with him, I mean not dating, Killing like him? like breaking him up with her whip because he keeps trying to force this comic into existence. Okay. Also, it's called Fool Country, and she's it's, surrounded by fools. It's called Fool Country, yeah. And, and also, Map they up, say fool like two million times. Yes. Map Up said that if Franzie ever sang karaoke with her dad, who sings perfect karaoke, of course, um, <laughs> it would be this song and only this song. <laughs> this is the only song she'd ever sing karaoke. Uh, yeah. All right. Let's uh, talk about... We got two more. Two more. Which two? Uh, let's, let's do uh, Phoenix and Dahlia, yeah. and then we can and a serious one, and then we can have lightning rounds. Okay, Phoenix and Dahlia. This is from Red Diamond 002. It's called Ipso Facto by the Fresh Dixie Project. Oh, uh, that's a. Can you say that one more time? I like the way you said that. Ipso Facto. Yeah, I like the way you say Ipso. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it <just> sounds nice. <laughs> anyway. I can like that song too. That song was yeah. really good. I also see. I also <laughs> cut that one, and I forgot I did that. And I was like, "Oh no, this song's ballin'." <laughs> yeah, not, a couple of the songs you guys sent in were just like, "Fucking, I need this song in my life forever." Yeah. So I mean, like, this was actually very like beneficial to us, <laughs> even though Michelle had to do a lot of work to get to it. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I mean, like, I got the part, this song is mostly, like, very, very beautiful, like, sax, jazzy sax, and so, like, I got the part that had a bunch of talking, but it's definitely, like, that part was, like, Phoenix and Dahlia, like, uh, post, post-trial. Yeah. After Phoenix gets over some stuff. After he, you mean Dahlia finally breaks up with him? <laughs> Even after he eats a glass necklace? <laughs> <laughs> Where he's still obsessed with her? Yes. 
you know, all that. But Mia just comes to his house and beats him periodically until he gets over it. Yeah, because she's like, I need a disciple! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, we are down to our last song. It is. It's our last song. It's our last song. And guess who picked it? It's Map Ops. This is the lamest song by Map Ops. Yeah, it's it's suddenly, suddenly sung by Hugh Jackman. Phoenix and Trucy, given to us by Map Up. How was I to know at last that happiness can come so fast? Trusting me the way you do, I'm so afraid of failing you. Just a child who cannot know that danger follows where I go. There are shadows everywhere. Memories I cannot share. You know what that reminds me of? Arms wide open. Yeah, I forgot that's what Hugh Jackman sounded like in that movie. Um, sorry, I just reinserted that clip of Hey Ash, what you playing? Um, so yeah, let's let's backtrack. Mop up, I love you. But why the hell would you pick the Hugh Jackman version of this song? <laughs> I understand so the man. Other I understand the man was on Broadway for a long time before his movie slash Wolverine career, but you have to understand he stopped doing Broadway because he can't sing. The man is very shitty at it. I'm not saying I'm better. We all know I am better, so I don't have to say it. Do you want to? Do you want to give us an example? You want to sing suddenly? No, because I just sang with arms wide open. The only song that you need to hear. Oh, I'm sure I cut that out. <laughs> yeah, because I have it copyrighted. Okay, Nickelback and I have an agreement, and I said Nickelback and Creed. Creed. Do you want me to tell you why Map Up chose this song? Yeah, tell us why. I'm okay. sorry, Map Up. I didn't mean to ridicule all your choices because the song is fitting. It's super fitting. Map Up said, I saw this post way back that had this song dedicated though to Trucy and Phoenix, and his heart melted. Also, his eyes cried. This fit, <laughs> really, this fit Phoenix really for when he first got Trucy after his disbarment. So. It is very yeah. fitting. It's just, like, I can see that scene from Les Mis, except with Phoenix and Trucy. And Trucy's doing more magic tricks. But it's fitting. <laughs> Now, I haven't seen Les Mis, so I can't picture that scene. And I'm think and I'm seeing the stage show version. Uh let me describe visually what Les Mis is, Michelle. <laughs> Sad and decrepit children in sewers in France and also ten thousand pages. Yeah. Close. <laughs> Make it more French. Make it more dirty. Make it slightly older people. They're not all children. College students. Make it college students who try to revolt and then all die. Also, Jean Valjean's super old, so don't forget that one guy who's super old. I do old. know my name is Javert. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. And you I know am that. Javert. My name is Javert. I am Jean Valjean. I fuck, I forgot the number. 406. Two, two, Jenny, <laughs> I got your number. <laughs> I need to make you Jean, don't change your number. Eight, six, seven, five, three. Ah, no, sorry, sorry. Jean Valjean, I got your number. I need to catch you back. 
Jean Valjean to change your number two four six oh two four six two four six. It's just two four six oh repeated. Lame. It's it's just two four six oh one. Okay, well let's take a break and let's come back. And we're back. I'm Stephanie. Did you know that Klaver actually isn't German? Everyone just thinks he is. He's really from Transylvania. I'm Jesse. Did you know that Klaver can't sing? He can't sing. He only reads books, and he cannot sing, even if he's reading a How to Sing book. I'm Michelle, and did you know that his hair is shaped like that because it's a fucking wig, because that's the stupidest hair I've ever seen in my life? <laughs> Darren's hair is real. Oh, of course. Of course oh, Darren's hair is real. Clavier's is not. Oh, oh, however many inches of it. <laughs> okay. Well, are you guys ready for the lightning joke round? Okay. Yes. I will try not to die laughing this time. However, your job is to laugh appropriately, and my job is to get through all of this without cracking up and fucking up. So. <laughs> all right. Let's see, let's see, I'm gonna do my baseball stretches. <laughs> Alright, are you ready? Ready. Yes. Okay, so all of these joke songs, the lightning round joke songs were submitted by you, Stephanie, you, Jesse, me, Jenny, Map Up, GP, I don't remember L, Rosina, Feasting <laughs> on Your Naps, and Red Diamond 002. Alright, thanks everybody! Yay! Yay. Including Thank myself, you, I don't remember. Go ahead. <laughs> well, then you'll laugh at your own joke, you piece of shit. <laughs> because it's not something because, that happens yeah, here all say, the time. That's not new. <laughs> Alright, are you ready? We can do this. Okay. Okay. So we've got Magic by Bob for Trucy because she's got the magic in her, and of course, every time she touched that track, it turned into gold. For everyone who's not in Apollo Justice or Dual Destinies, we've got Good Life by One Republic, because my friends in L.A., they don't know where I've been for the past few years or so. For Robin Newman, we have Steven Tyler of Aerosmith's musical self-portrait, Dude Look Like a Lady. <laughs> we have Cooler Than Me by Mike Posner for Bobby Fulbright, because behind all your makeup, nobody knows who you even are. The theme from Bill Nye the Science Guys for Emma because science <laughs> rules. We've got the Sailor Song by Toy Box for the bonus case, which Jesse, you have fucking set up this case for me to assume that all it is is drinking, drinking till the ship is sinking, gambling, stealing, and lots of sex appealing. Why is it? We have I'm the fast food song by the fast food rockers, which is the mating call of Maya Faye. Oh, wow. We have You Are My Sunshine for Juniper and Apollo because he will probably never know how much she loves him. Oh. We have Livin' La Vida Loca for Larry. <laughs> we have Thunderstruck by ACDC for Doug Swallow. Yeah, it's alright, he doing fine, fine, fine. We have Every Breath You Take by The Police for Miriam Scuttlebutt because every breath you take, every move you make, every bond you break, every step you take, she'll be watching you. We have It Takes Two by Rob Bass and DJ EX Rock for Phoenix and Blackwell and their dual destinies because it takes two to make a thing go right. 
two people sent in gay or European from the literally or from the Legally Blonde musical for Edgeworth and or Clavier, which I think probably violates at least one peace treaty and the Geneva Convention. We have I'm Blue from the hit film Iron Man 3, I mean by Eiffel 5 for the Blue Badger. We have Get Lucky by Daft Punk because it's the legend of the Phoenix. GP sent in Stronger by Kelly Clarkson for Mia, and GP says that this is because she's an evil person, and I say it's because if someone doesn't kill GP for all the goddamn Kelly Clarkson in both Badge Ballads episodes, it certainly will make GP stronger. We have Lollipop by Mika for Lauren Pops because she's sucking too hard on her lollipop and love's gonna get her down. Also because it's not a badge ballads if Matt Pop has not sent in a vaguely sexual but extremely cutesy song that ends up giving me the heebie-jeebies. Two people sent in Dynamite by Tayo Cruz for Ted Tone, and I assume it's because he's wearing all his favorite brands, 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 and not because he's going to light that car house up like his Dynamite. I want to counter that song with Blow by Kesha for courtroom number four, because this place about to blow. We also have Get Your Sparkle On from Barbie, a fashion fairy tale for Athena. Presumably because when she's in doubt, she just glitters it out every time, and not because Raquel finally invites her to the ritzy party after the Flairies help her rock her fashion show. For Red, White, and Florent LaBelle, we have Glamorous by Fergie, because if you ain't got no money, take your broke ass home. Also for Florent LaBelle, we have Fancy by Iggy Azalea, because he's so fancy he's in the fast lane from L.A. to Tokyo, which, as we know, in Japan California is like the same place, which means his broke ass ain't going nowhere. That's it. That's the like you know. <laughs> Imagine me hyperventilating. But indeed, this one has come down to. <laughs> Y'all, give me a minute. <laughs> She's like, I can't put words. She's like. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse, if she's crying too hard, you I have to help me with the credits. I have tears. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as we all, sh- as you all should know, Jesse's actually incapable of crying for at least a year straight. Yeah, my so, tear ducts legit didn't work for a while. Yeah, her tear ducts actually like dried up and like could not. She could not cry. Um, so it's good to know that they're working. I can breathe again, so that's actually a bonus point. Yay! <laughs> oh, good job, everybody. You did so good that I, t- I took it to the next level in Badge Balance 2 and hyperventilated and had to lay down. <laughs> <laughs> I love you all. Well, we gotta do the credits get out of here so you guys can recover. Oh, God. Michelle, you are a champ. <laughs> I can't believe you got through that take one. I spent like three hours compiling this shit today, so. Yeah, I know, and I'm really, I'm really proud of you. <laughs> okay, well. <laughs> and I had to read the Wikipedia page for that Barbie movie. Thanks, Mappa. <laughs> oh, like we had a question who sent that in. <laughs> uh, well, 
Oh my god, like, everyone who sent, like, we had, like, such a big response, and, like, so many people send in songs, and I understand Michelle and I picked our songs, but this is our podcast, so, you know, there's that, and Jesse by obligation. A lot of songs got cut, and that's not an offense to anybody, it's just we wanted to fit all all sorts of variety in and fit everything in we could, so be happy. This has been so long. And this is, like, one of the longest episodes we've done. The last Bad Ballads was still an hour, and this is double that, so, I mean, like, I just, I'm just gonna go for Alpha Failed, email Rachel, feast on your knobs, green Pepsi, uh, you know, Al, Mop Up, Red Diamond 002, uh, River Rabbit, Rosie, Rosina, everybody who listens, everyone who follows the Tumblr, everybody who just, like, recommends this to a friend, everyone who forces their friends to listen to this, everybody who listens and doesn't email us, like, thank you guys so much for getting through the Hobbit cast, the Harry Potter, <laughs> the Harry Potter and Cauldron, uh, Cauldron Corner. <sighs> Did we have another podcast in this at the same time? The, twi- the Twilight, Twilight, Sparkles, oh. Edward Cullen podcast. Yeah, the Edward podcast. I was laughing too hard to actually come up with the real title. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> I like Twilight, 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 Sparkle, Edward Cullen, the podcast. <laughs> The Twilight Podcast, yeah. I think you guys, like, support us and listen to all of our other podcasts that you will not be able to find anywhere. (laughs) I mean, like, no, seriously, thank you. I'm, like, really touchy sent all these songs. Thank you, Michelle, for taking the time to to sort and, like, get through all this. I know Veg Bells is a lot of work, and you'll be back in law school soon, so there went your summer. (laughs) Uh, well, I mean, honestly, you know, thank you, uh... Everyone who submitted songs, I hope we don't get sued by any of the artists here tonight. I hope Hugh Jackman doesn't sue me for slander. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You have a copyright deal with Nickelback, I mean Creed, so you should be fine on that front. (laughs) I should be fine on that front. Um, I would like to also just tell everybody that if you have any questions or comments, we're going to go back to regular shows after this, regular episodes. We're going to finish talking about Dual Destinies eventually, so that's going to happen. Uh, so send anything you guys want to talk to us about at objecttothispodcast at gmail.com. You know our Tumblr is at objecttothis.tumblr.com. We got over 300 followers recently! Woo! Thanks! Yeah! So thanks, everybody. Um, if you would like to find us, if you, like, you know, find us on iTunes and read and review us, please. Like, that always helps. Um, if you have a vendetta against iTunes, and I understand, or you don't have the ability to use iTunes because you have a Zune, then you can always find us at um, our web host, which is Podcast Garden. What's our URL? Yeah. I always forget. You can find us at podcastgarden.com slash podcast slash object to this. Yeah. Not that hard, but a little bit more complicated. A little bit more complicated, and yeah, it's it's definitely working out for us, so... Yay. Yeah, and I want to thank Dark Shadow Reach 2 off the YouTubes for the use of our theme song for the breaks. <laughs> um, uh, hey Pal, a Detective Gumshoe remix. And Stephanie, who do you want to thank for our other theme song for Hobbitcast? Oh, I'd like to thank Dragonland. That was Omarion off the album Under the Grey Banner. And I would like to thank all of the metal bands I mentioned tonight for Hobbitcast because they're all near and dear to my heart. And most of my music is not appropriate for badge ballads. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. We welcome all here at Badge Ballads. <laughs> Thank you, Fast Travelers, for coming to our show. We love you, and please keep in touch. In the meantime, I'm Stephanie. Jesse. 
I'm Michelle. And that was object to this, so why don't you object to that? Don't you see me?